Hello, I'm Tamsin, and welcome back to English Sound Building, the advanced pronunciation podcast that celebrates the physical side of language learning, encouraging you to do the work to build muscle, muscle memory, and master new sounds. Always remember that while improving your pronunciation can lead to clearer speech, successful communication is possible in any one of the thousands of global English accents, and there is no ideal. Learning about pronunciation also helps with listening, though. It's fantastic and it's fun, and that's why we're here. If you would find it useful to read as you listen, you can find a script for this podcast on my Patreon page. That's www.patreon.com slash English Brick by Brick. You'll find the link in the episode notes. Everything is free on there. Just scroll down on the main page and you'll get to it. It is just me writing, recording and editing these in my free time, though. So if you like what I do and you are able to support me, please do. And thank you so much to those of you who already are or have done. So this week, we're looking at a pair of sounds that we've looked at previously in contrast with their voiced pairs, but never with each other. So this week, both sounds are unvoiced and they are s and sh. And if you haven't yet listened to season one, episode one, Peace or Peas, or season two, it's Sure Azure, or season two, Would You Could You, I do recommend that you start there. Or if it's been a while and you benefit from a review, those would be great workouts to review before today's. So we've mentioned before how s can sometimes become in connected speech. So there is some blurring between them in some cases, but today I just want to think about the contrast between those sounds. We're going to structure the whole workout around minimal pairs today because there are loads of them. Again, if you want practice with the sounds more in individual words, go back and review those previous episodes. Let's warm up just by moving between the sounds and thinking about what each part of our mouths are doing for each one of them. So we'll start with and then we'll do it the other way around. And as you could hear the first time there, I didn't pause between the two sounds, so that's also really useful. So if you can move seamlessly from one to the other, starting with or starting with So for me, the main differences I feel are that for s, the tip and blade of the tongue are further forwards, and also that my tongue is curved to allow air through. For sh, the tip and blade of my tongue are further back and my tongue is flatter. For speakers of some languages, it can be really hard to find a distinction between these positions, or you might find that your mouth wants to creep more towards one or the other when the sound is in certain positions. It's usually a case of moving the tip and blade of your tongue, so the very front parts, further forward in your mouth. So it's sitting really close to the back of the front of the teeth to make the s sound. And making sure the tension in the front of the tongue is there, and also finding that curl s rather than a flatter tongue position. So let's start with some minimal pairs with s and Shh at the beginnings of words. We'll read the first five together. Listen and repeat. Said, shed. Sake, shake. Save, shave. 
see she seat sheet okay for the next five i will read the s word can you also give the sh word we'll do the first one together as an example seen so you should have read seen sheen or of course if you did it the other way around sheen seen no problem let's try the next four sees sell sigh sign okay now listen check see how you did seen sheen sees she's sell shell sigh shy sign shine well done and then for the next five i will give the sh word can you also give the s word again we'll do the first one as an example show so you should have said show so or of course if you did it the other way around so show also fine let's try the next four shock sure short shift good listen check repeat see how you did show so shock sock sure saw short sort shift sift well done we're going to then try a couple of sentences with those minimal pairs you may well find that it's trickier here often you can kind of get your tongue into the right position where the sounds are in individual words but it's where they start to happen close together that the difficulties start to happen we'll see how you get on um, I'll read them as usual three times. So the first time slowly so that you can grasp the words, the second and third time at a more natural pace, pausing after that second and third time for you to repeat. Sentence one, she said she saw the sheet and the seat in the shed. She said she saw the sheet and the seat in the shed. She said she saw the sheet in the seat in the shed. Well done, that one was super tricky. I will try the next, it's a bit shorter. She's sorting and shining the short signs. She's sorting and shining the short signs. 
She's sorting and shining the short signs. Yeah, I think I definitely gave you the trickier one the first time around that time. Um, let me know if you agree. Okay, let's now move on to minimal pairs with s and sh in the middle or at the ends of words. We'll read the first four together. Listen and repeat. Ass, ash. Boss, bosh. Crass, crash. Crossed, crushed. For the next five, I will read the s word. Can you say both? We'll do the first one together as an example. Fist. So you should have said fist, fished, or of course, fished, fist. Let's do the next four. Gas. Gust. Lease. Mass. Okay, listen, repeat and see how you did. Fist, fished. Gas, gash. Gust, gushed. Lease, leash. Mass, mash. And for the final five, I will read the sh word. Can you say both? And again, we'll do the first one together as an example. Mesh. So you should have said mesh, mess, or mess, mesh. Let's do the next four. Plush. Push. Rushed. Sash. Well done. And again, listen, repeat and see how you did. Mesh, mess. Plush, plus. Rushed, rust. Sash, sass. Fantastic. And let's now try a couple of sentences with words from those minimal pairs. Again, I will read them twice, the first time quite slowly, the second time and third time at a more natural pace, pausing after each time for you to repeat at that more natural pace. Sentence one. The crass boss bashed his ass on the ash sash. The crass boss bashed his ass on the ash sash. The crass boss bashed his ass on the ash sash. And sentence two. The mesh is a mess. The gas is gushing out of the rust. The mesh is a mess. The gas is gushing out of the rust. 
The mesh is a mess. The gas is gushing out of the rust. Okay, we're going to finish by coming back to a famous tongue twister, which is just perfect for practicing these sounds and the title of this week's podcast. I'm sure you may have heard of it before. She sells seashells. So as with any tongue twister, the aim is to read it three times quickly without stopping. Let's try. She sells seashells, she sells seashells, she sells seashells. You go. Now, of course, there's a slightly longer version of this one. She sells seashells on the seashore. Again, let's try three times. She sells seashells on the seashore. She sells seashells on the seashore. She sells seashells on the seashore. Well done. And there is also a fuller version, a four-line version. This one was written by a songwriter named Terry Sullivan around 1908. And some people say this is inspired by the famous historical figure Mary Anning, who was a fossil hunter. There's no real proof that she inspired it. But if you don't know anything about Mary Anning, go and look her up. She has a fascinating story. We'll go through the four lines, line by line, and then we'll try to put it together. I'll read each line slowly and then once at that more natural pace this time. She sells seashells by the seashore. She sells seashells by the seashore. The shells she sells are seashells, I'm sure. The shells she sells are seashells, I'm sure. For if she sells seashells by the seashore, for if she sells seashells by the seashore, then I'm sure she sells seashore shells. Then I'm sure she sells seashore shells. Okay, we're going to try to put it together. So I'll read it once only um, at that more natural pace all the way through. Try to keep up with me if you can. If not, then pause afterwards and see if you can do it yourself. And if you really want to challenge yourself, see if you can do this long four-line version three times. She sells seashells by the seashore. The shells she sells are seashells, I'm sure. For if she sells seashells by the seashore, then I'm sure she sells seashore shells. Well done. That is the end of this week's workout. It was a tricky one there at the end, but I hope you had fun with She Sells Seashells. Don't forget to practice as often as you can to build muscle and muscle memory, speeding the podcast up or slowing it down as you need to. If you're new here and you'd like to follow me on social media, come find me on Instagram or Facebook at English Brick by Brick. You'll also find me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash English Brick by Brick. Next week, it's season recap time already. We will be reviewing all of the sounds we've spoken about so far this season, having some fun with some more challenging rhymes and songs. Enjoy sound building, and I'll see you then. Bye.